This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Bet Online, they continue to get it done, is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events. With first to market odds and lines, you can even find reviews and news for every league. We're talking from NFL, NBA, NHL, college sports, combat sports, esports, golf. It's all there with Bet Online. They continue to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Listen to this. If you use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-50, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Get started now with Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash all day, every day. You can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Hey guys, this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms, and we are brought to you by our great friends at Stanley Law Offices, the title sponsor of the ML Sports Platter. Stanley Law Offices together. They'll work to get you the maximum reward. And a big tip of the cap, thank you out there to Camillus Golf Club, Brian Comboy of Mass Mutual, New York State, St. Bonaventure University Online. Get your master's degree today with St. Bonaventure University at online.sbu.edu. And our fantastic pals at Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare. I actually just picked up my pup from there. Route 11 in Cicero, if you're in and around Central New York, bring your dog for a day of play. They will board them up for a couple days as well. If you're going on vacation, great staff, Marie and her team, they do an amazing job at Barks and Rec Doggy Day Care. Okay, college football, we've got the national championship game tonight. It is, uh, again, it's it's going to be just a great thing. It's going to be, I think these two teams are kind of coming into this game from, you know, different angles and, and different storylines to a certain degree, right? I mean, you know, this game, <clears throat> and by the way, I hate the wait. Oh my goodness, I cannot stand waiting for uh, for, for, for this game. Um, I like college football a lot, but I liked it a little bit better when, and I look, I think the college football playoff has been fine, but I liked the bowl schedule a lot better when I was younger, when, you know, you played the national championship game on new year's day, you had the big four on new year's day, you had the Rose bowl and the sugar, but you know, they were all, it was a new year's day extravaganza of college football. Now we have the college football playoff, you know, around New Year's Eve or on New Year's Eve. And then we have to wait a whole, you know, 10 days after that to have the championship game. Uh, I freaking hate that. I, 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 you know, the wait is just absolutely brutal. But I do think that these two teams, and by the way, Georgia favored by 12 and a half. That seems like a big line. 
uh, as I record this year. Um, but they're kind of coming in from two different angles, right? I mean, you've got Georgia, a team that right now is 14-0, and and a team that, you know, if you go back now, if you go back several, you know, years with Kirby Smart at the helm, you know, this team only, I mean, if you go back to 2021, <clears throat> you know, this team lost in the national, well, excuse me, they beat Alabama in the national championship game. Uh, their only blemish was against Alabama, you know, at home. So if you look at last year and this year, okay, Georgia is 28 and one right now, 28 and one. If you go back to 2020, the Corona year, um, 28 and one, they made the peach bowl in 2020. They went eight and two to finish it. They beat Cincinnati in the peach bowl. You know, the last three years, Georgia has, uh, you know, they're 36 and three. I mean, that's the kind of stuff we're dealing with here. And, and this is, this game is so big for Georgia from the standpoint of, hey, Alabama's the mark, right? Alabama's always the mark. And actually, you know what? 36 and three, if you go back four, if you go back to 2019, this team went 12 and two. So 48 and five in 2019, 20, 21, 22. Wow. Um, <clears throat> you know, but that's what we're dealing with. And, and the mark is Alabama. There's no doubt about it that the standard and the mark and the dynasty stuff and Nick Saban and Kirby Smart's a former Saban assistant, it's all about, you know, the dynasty of Alabama, the greatest dynasty in college football history under Nick Saban the last, whatever, 15 years. And Georgia maybe is getting into... Alabama territory, right? Maybe they are. I mean, look, they've got a long way to go because Nick Saban, what he's done there, uh, is just has just been unbelievable. Um, you know, when you look at the amount of national championships, you know, he he's won seven total, but six of them were uh, have been at Alabama. You know, he's got ten SEC championships. He's got a, a, a SEC Western Division. He got fifteen of those. You know. He's a two-time Paul Bear Bryan award winner, a Walter Camp Coach of the Year guy twice. I mean, Nick Saban's the greatest coach of all time. The bar has been set <clears throat> for college football and for uh, really the SEC uh, in general, uh, first and foremost, that it's Alabama's, it has been Alabama's world. Can you equal that? I mean, the standard was set in the NFL the same way with Brady, Belichick, Robert Kraft, and the Patriots, you know, going to nine Super Bowls and and winning six of them. Um, you know, Alabama setting the tone like that, not now the standard, the comparison is everybody looks at Alabama, right? It's natural to do that. You know, people now look at the Warriors in the NBA. People looked at the Yankees in the nineties. Um, you know, you look at the standard, you know, to, to not only want to get there, but also to know where you're at, you know, and, and to stay kind of down and humble. And that's one of the big things with Saban where like, he treats a game against, you know, freaking Louisiana Tech the same way he does a game against Georgia, and they'll win a national championship. And the day after, he is not satisfied. So that hunger and that urge and that, and that you know, competitive nature, that spirit of Nick Saban and others, Kirby Smart included, um, you know, that's, that's what drives the bus to a certain degree. And I think if Georgia can win this football game and win back-to-back championships – and, you know, you know they're going to get the top, you know, recruiting classes every year 
uh, one, two, or three. It won't go below that for the next who knows how long. And if there's anybody at Georgia <clears throat> who's even thinking about the transfer portal, where's the better place to go play college football? If you're thinking about NIL, you know, then it's a straight money deal. But as far as a transfer portal, why am I going to transfer out of Georgia? 80,000 people, packed stadium. We're on top of the college football mountain right now. We won last year. We can win it again this year. I, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, they, they have, Georgia has probably closed the gap the most on Alabama. <clears throat> and then I would say the next teams that have closed the gap on Alabama, I would say would be the likes of like Michigan, TCU. And I say that because Alabama not going undefeated and ending up in the college football playoff, that has created uh, spots, right? That has opened the door for spots uh, for new blood. And that's exactly what we have with TCU. It's exactly what we've had with Michigan the last two years. We had that with Cincinnati. Alabama, <clears throat> coming back a little bit, creates opportunity for others. Georgia has the best roster in college football. They are complete. They are deep. They are versatile. They can hit you with the run. They can hit you with the play-action pass. Stetson Bennett is one of the best play-action quarterbacks I've ever seen in college football. And he, <clears throat> right now, has 23 touchdowns against seven interceptions, a quarterback rating of 157.3, and he's thrown for over 3,800 uh, yards this year, right? They've got a wonderful complementary uh, running back system going with the, you know, the likes of Kenny McIntosh and Dewan Edwards. Um, you know, even Kendall Milton's gotten in, in the act a little bit here. Branson Robinson's gotten in the act a little bit. I mean, they have, they have two 100-yard backs, a 200-yard back, a 500-yard back, and two 700-yard backs. That's what they got going on right now. And, you know, the receiver room doesn't jump out at you like a normal SEC receiver room. You, you don't look and go, whoa, you know, there's Julio Jones, there's Devontae Smith, there's Jalen Waddell, there's still in the blank, right? Right, Amari Cooper, you know? Um, we, we, don't, we don't see a lot of that on this roster, but they're all very serviceable, smart possession-type receivers. And that's what has been great for Bennett because they're all security blankets and they're all great targets for him to hit. You know, between Brock Bowers, the, the tight end, and Lad McConkie, who's had a really nice year, um, you know, there, there, are, there are not superstars in the wide receiver room. There's just not. Um, defensively, yeah, I, I, think you got, I think you got something here with uh with this defense man last year with the likes of Jordan Davis, Nicobe Dean, etc. they were the best in the country. <clears throat> they lose all those guys and they're one of the best in the country and they're really really young. I mean they have freshmen and sophomores galore. Assuming that people don't jump to the portal, jump to NIL deals elsewhere, Georgia's defense is going to be absolutely ridiculous next year. I mean absolutely ridiculous and you know, they've got guys who can just bull rush you. They can stop the run. They can uh, take the ball away. They have ball hawks. They can play you in man. They can play you in zone. They can play you with, um, you, you know, they can blitz the hell out of you and, and, and make some serious trouble for, for the offense. This defense has so many guys on it that are terrifying um, <clears throat> that I, I would never want to see them if I, you know, if I'm in college football. There's no way. You know, Javon Buller, the defensive back, just a great year. You know, kind of a shutdown corner who also has three and a half sacks. You know, he's been outstanding. 
What's crazy, though, is Georgia, for as good a defense as they have, they have not sacked the quarterback a ton. I mean, they have 30, which is it's decent, certainly. Don't get me wrong. But, like, there's nobody in, like, the 8, 9, 10 mark for, like, sacks, right? Like, the leader's three and a half with Michael Williams and with uh, and Bullard. Well, four, excuse me. Jamone, Dumas, Johnson, the linebacker uh, as well. Uh, but they just got dudes, man. They got dudes everywhere. And the Georgia Bulldogs are coming in um, with the most pressure uh, between the two teams, and it's probably not even close. I mean, everybody expects Georgia to win. Everybody probably picked Georgia to be in the college football playoff and to be the favorites to win the national championship. Some at Alabama. Um, and, you know, another team, too, like Clemson's been down, right? So Clemson and Bama down when there was that stretch when it was only Clemson and Bama has opened up spots, no question about it. On the TCU side, this team, they have had a magical, wild, insane year, right? I mean, they really have. When you look at the teams they've beaten at the time, one, two, three, four, five, Six ranked teams this year. Six ranked teams. Oklahoma, Kansas, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Texas, and Michigan. Uh, They lost to Kansas State last game of the year. Uh, Did not hurt them. That was the the, um, Big 12 championship game. And, you know, it was an OT game. Came down to, like, just a couple plays here and there, and Kansas State made more of them. But they still rewarded TCU into the college football playoff, and I was happy to see that. Because I, I really thought that they deserved it. Their resume spoke for itself. And then they really told people that they were right. They rewarded people's decisions because they beat Michigan in the college football playoff semifinal. And that was a wild game. Both the semifinal games you know, typically are horrible. And they both exceeded expectations tenfold. Um, you know what? This game might come down to Stetson Bennett against Max Duggan, right? It might come down to the quarterback play who has the bigger day. TCU has something that Georgia actually doesn't have, which is a bona fide, no doubt about it, stud, um, you know, why uh, running back, right? There's no doubt about, now they have a couple other guys who have been running the ball just fine. And Max Duggan being one of them, he's ran, run it for over 400 yards. And uh, the kid Amari uh, Demarcado has 622 yards. I don't know tons about TCU outside of the quarterback, um, you know, but so they, they, they have, you know, while Georgia has a committee of running backs, it's kind of like a two-headed monster for this TCU team. But Miller is the undoubtedly great number one elite back, right? There, there's, there's just no doubt about it. They also have a receiver who's, I think, a bona fide elite number one, like a clear-cut number one, not a committee. And you're like, oh, well, by default, he's number one. No, no, no. Clear number one, Quinton Johnson, unbelievable player. He'll be playing on Sundays. Thousand-yard season this year. Uh, Georgia's defense is going to be very interesting to see, you know, how that works. You know, how how they cover Johnson. Uh, He's really good in space. He's got great hands. Um, You know, he extends chains and all the rest. So uh, he's going to be a handful. Then they got a bunch of other guys, some playmakers and all that. Um, Maybe this game will come down to the following. Maybe it will come down to third down efficiency, red zone offense, and red zone defense turnovers, stupid penalties, and quarterback play. And another thing I think would be, despite the fact that TCU is a great program, they have awesome players, terrific athletes, and all the rest, there is still a discrepancy. 
between the SEC and some of the other programs in college football, including Power Fives, right? There's no question about it. So will there be a speed, athleticism, you know, overwhelming advantage for the Georgia Bulldogs in this game? You know, clearly they're going to be bigger up front. They're going to be stronger in certain places. You know, TCU matching that physicality and the athletic part of the game and the speed part of the game. And TCU is a very fast team. Uh, they could probably run with Georgia, to be quite honest with you. Um, but it might come down to all those things I mentioned. Maybe the quarterback play rises above all those things. And, you know, don't look now, but Max Duggan has had some kind of year, man. 3,500-plus yards throwing, over 400 yards rushing. He, um, let me see, does he have, is that over 4,000? 3546, 3946, yeah. Yeah, 3946, um, 4,000 and, let's, 4,000 and change total yards. 17, uh, excuse me, eight touchdowns on the ground, 32 through the air. <laughs> what a year. 40 touchdowns, man. I mean, that's why he got looks for the Heisman. There's no doubt that uh, he's going to be a very, very important piece to TCU's national title hopes. I'm going to give you a prediction on this game coming up next here on the ML Sports Platter. It's all a part of the Believe Podcast Network, and we are brought to you by Burn Dairy, Welch & Company Jewelers, and Elevate Fitness of Syracuse. Prediction time, TCU Georgia, next. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review. Big time thanks to the friends of the platform, Daryl Abert, Bob Lindsley, the Alonzo family, and the Swan and Whitaker families. All right, so who wins this game? I mean, here's the thing. Every game takes on a life of its own, right? You can win one night in the 30s. You can win another night 20 to 17. And there are variables that are layered. Uh, I mean, they're layered over and over. There's just stacks of variables. It's how you're playing, health. There's another team on the other side, coaching strategies, um, execution, right? Uh, guessing right, you know? drops. I mean, there's <laughs> there's so many things that are into play with this where every game is different. And I bring that up because, you know, I, I heard and, and read a lot of college football people like, man, Georgia's defense. Oh, man, they gave up. Boy, Georgia's defense in that in that college football playoff semi, man, they were, oh, boy, they were, uh, they were brutal. And, man, if they play that way against TCU, they're dead. They're dead. Well, but it's a new day, and Georgia has had, what, 10 days to look at film, too. You know, and Georgia, you know, is is a team that, you know, is really great at adjustments. They have awesome coaching. Um, but, yeah, they, you know, they gave up 41 points to Ohio State. You know, they barely won that football game. TCU gave up a ton of points. I think Georgia's defense is better in the end. Um, and, by the way, Georgia, with their schedule this year, they only beat three ranked teams in the regular season. And then Ohio State, so four total but it'd be five if they beat TCU. Um, I think this game is going to come down to um, slowing down, and, and this accounts for both teams, slowing down what both of them couldn't do in the playoff game and Ohio State in a losing cause and Michigan in a losing cause could not do. And that is that the the lateral side-to-side -side speed, I, I thought that Georgia was in trouble early against Ohio State um, when Ohio State's wide receivers they got quick, quick openings, and the quarterback, C.J. Stroud, had a day for the ages, right? 
and he hit people immediately. It, his releases were so fast. He got the ball out, and it was Egbuka and Harrison Jr. I know he went down and all that, and it changed the complexion, complexion of the game. But the superstar uh, uh, catch and run, the yak by Ohio State's wide receivers, and obviously Michigan giving up uh, a, a ton back, you know, the other way against TCU. But TCU also gave up a ton of the, you know, those kind of yards and plays too. Um, you know, tackling was not good in, in both those games as well. So to me, I think that, you know, if I had to pick a few keys to the game, I think it'd be the quarterback battle, Stetson Bennett versus Max Duggan. I would tell you that I think another key to the game will be third down for sure. Um, another key, I think, will be the defense and offense, you know, in the red zone from both teams. And another key will be the defense overall, not allowing those, you know, sideline to sideline, end to end sort of plays, quick catches and yak, because, you know, whatever defense I think can limit those plays more wins this football game. And I think Georgia does. I think Georgia um, eliminates more of those plays than TCU. We know that the SEC has historically had superior defenses to most everybody, especially the Big 12 when you compare them in a Power 5 context. So um, I'm going to take Georgia in this game. I do think it's going to be close, though, because I think TCU is a really good football team. And they are riding something right now that we see in sports all the time. It's like this magical Cinderella thing and they just, they win games in wild ways, and they just start believing that there's no way that we can now lose, right? A team that a lot of people probably had winning 10 games this year, or 9 games, they are playing for the national freaking championship, okay? TCU is a really good football team. They've overcome a couple of things during the regular season that are mind-boggling. Um, you know, they've got a star quarterback. Uh, we know the Horned Frogs have had a proud football history, but, man, adding a national championship to that, you know, with the likes of the legends who have gone through there, with the likes of, uh, you know, LaDainian Tomlinson and others. I tell you what, man, TCU could could really – this is a program changer for TCU. There's no doubt. It's not a program changer for Georgia. What it is for Georgia is it's basically what I talked about earlier. You know, is this the start of a dynasty? You know, is this a mini Alabama situation right now? And could it become an Alabama situation in the next five to ten years, Right. But you got to win another four. No pressure or anything, right? I mean, <laughs> that's how great Alabama's been. And they made it to the, you know, college football playoff final multiple times and lost that as well. I mean, they've, they've always been in the top two, three, four the last 15, 20 years, 15, 16 years. And, uh, you know, Georgia has an opportunity here to get up into that, into that universe. So, uh, but I think Georgia wins the game because I think they make more plays on defense than TCU. It's that simple. And I think that Bennett has a good day. I think that Duggan has a good day. You know, turnovers, you're going to keep an eye on those. You're going to keep an eye on stupid penalties. You know, all the things that go into this thing, coaching, game management, et cetera. Uh, Sonny Dykes against Kirby Smart. I'm going to pick the Georgia Bulldogs in this football game. I'm going to pick them 38-35. to 35. I think they get a late fourth quarter touchdown, and the defense holds. Georgia wins a championship again and for the second year in a row. Can't wait for this one, TCU Georgia, tonight. Mike Lindsley with you here on the Believe Podcast Network. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review the pod. We are brought to you by our great friend Brian Conboy at Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning with Brian Conboy. It's all there, of course, advisors.massmutual.com, and on Instagram and on Facebook. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to Liverpool Physical Therapy, the Al and Angus Pub, 
Jam and Beats, Bowers and Company CPAs, and Welch and Company Jewelers. You gotta shop the showcase at Welch and Company Jewelers, man. Luce and 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 Daniel and, and the family do such an awesome job there. Uh, you go to WelchJewelers.com. That's WelchJewelers.com, and they have got a showcase where you can you know shop estate jewelry. Uh, Nicole Barr collection, the Keith Jack collection, Pearl, Pearl jewelry collection. Uh, they've got wedding rings, engagement rings. They've got uh, bracelets, necklaces, you name it. It's all there at Welsh and Company Jewelers. And you can shop online at welchjewelers.com. And be sure to like their Facebook page as well for specials throughout the month of January. Thanks for listening. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. <laughs>